we are hoping to show you just what is possible out there in our strange and wondrous world. One of the dogs started to howl. Almost immediately, all 400 dogs that were there started to howl along with it. We travel for business. We travel for pleasure. The conditions can change so quickly, and it became very challenging to maneuver that kayak. We travel to expand our minds. Of course, the most dangerous animal in Africa is the hippo. More people are killed by hippos than anything else. Whether it's one state over. I was looking for a longer treatment, like 90 days, six months, and my treatment plan was to go hike the Appalachian Trail. Or halfway around the globe this fantastic high desert. You watch the sky at night, so you just see the Milky Way and shooting stars. If the world's a book, why only read one page? I'm Elizabeth Hill, and you're listening to a WAMC Northeast Public Radio production. This is Postcards from the Road. Support for Postcards from the Road comes from CEFQ, serving banking, insurance, and investment needs with more than 30 branches across the greater capital region. Also offering assistance to local nonprofit organizations through CEFQ's community support program. CEFQ, changing lives every day. CEFQ.com. Matt Plummer graduated college in 2013 with a bachelor's in history and the looming question of what's next. Post-college, the 23-year-old started landscaping on Martha's Vineyard when the realization came to him. He had never traveled outside the U.S. Giving himself one month to travel in his chosen destination of Peru, he booked a flight to Lima and a flight home. That was it. I sat down with him in September, and he told me it was the perfect time to just pick up and immerse himself in the Peruvian culture. I didn't necessarily know what I was going to do. I didn't know if I was going to jump back into school. I didn't know if I was going to go for something else. So I was like, well, I need to get away. Kaylee, who was my ex, worked in Martha's Vineyard at the year before. So it was like this connection of knowing we could go somewhere and just like be away. But the luxury of that place, it's very expensive, but it's you make a lot of money. Yeah. So to answer your question, <laughs> yeah, that, that, you know, a little bit over six months there of working very hard. That actually kept me kept me good for a while. Um, I certainly worked when we got back from our trip, but I that was like the thing that allowed us to do this, you know. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking across the table at your beautiful book. Did you? <laughs> I'm assuming you guys created an itinerary, um, or did you just show we, up in the country? You know, it was a mix of both. It was a really interesting. Like we wanted to have a plan, but then we were also pretty intent on the idea that we want to go with the flow and just see what happens. But we booked this trip originally when we were in Martha's Vineyard with just a ticket there. No ticket. So we didn't have that really that game plan set. And then it was like a week before we left that we were just like, what if we something happens or what if we just like get in the situation where we can't book a flight or, you know, we just we kind of thought about it. So then we gave ourselves a month and decided we can always alter things if we want. But yeah, we we went with the idea of having a, a certain game plan, but all of our itinerary and everything really developed when we got there. Was that terrifying? Yeah, because yeah, we were terrified. Terrifying. We were naive and think I think we were just like, yeah, we're like this is the first big trip for us out of the country, going for it. But I remember flying into Lima and we were scared definitely right away. We flew in at like. 11 at night maybe even later and we had a driver who drove us right to the hostel but like we drove through a very poor area in lima and 
I think you have to shake off those. Like, I, I don't know what we were expecting. If it was just like, oh, Lima's like a Miami or something like that. And it's like, yeah, well, even parts of Miami aren't the best. You know, yeah. I think you just have to take in like the world isn't all this beautiful, you know, and luxurious. And I don't know what we were expecting, but the drive in, I remember looking at Kaylee and just and I she was scared and I was scared too but I just was like you know we're we're okay this is what it is like and initially we were scared and then I remember waking up the next morning and walking around and being like we're fine you know like yeah. we were in a night a very nice part of Lima I can't exactly remember there's a few different districts in Lima and I it, I was looking for it in this book I have here but I can't remember exactly where it is but it's a very touristy very Hostels everywhere, really a huge, eclectic, diverse population, both immigrant and indigenous. So it, it was a very cool vibe, but it did take us like a day to be like, okay, we feel comfortable, we feel okay. So, and I think that goes with any trip, you know, you're going to feel yeah. that fear of the unknown and all that. Did you guys speak Spanish at all? I did a little oh, bit. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I'm by no means fluent, but I took middle school and high school and two years of college. So I had, you know, six or seven years of Spanish speaking. Again, by no means fluent, but we made it around and we did yeah. well. You know, I could I could converse, I could talk to people, and it certainly got better as the month progressed. But down there too, English is. Um, it's there. You can, a yeah. lot of people speak English. A lot of Europeans who are traveling with you speak English. If you're German, you have to learn English. You know, if you're going to be in business industry, essentially, right. in Europe, you have to learn English. So we we got around fine. And I think you learn with the with traveling. Conversing is comes in so many forms. You can really talk yeah. to someone. And if you have to, you know, if you're in that situation and you just have to both understand each other, you somehow find a way, you know. And I think that happened a lot down there in both regular situations and awkward situations. Kaylee was by no means fluent <laughs> and couldn't really talk. She, I mean, she could say, you know, quantiquista, like how much does it cost and a few things, but like nothing. I led the way in that. I'll give myself the pat on the back <laughs> for that because she, she certainly led the way with help setting up everything and, and planning things out. So, But I'll take the language credit. You're an adventurer, mm -hmm. obviously. Did you go down for hiking? Did you go down for the music? Yeah, it was definitely a trekking adventure. Not to say I wasn't looking for leisure, but um, Peru is interesting because it is. It's very mountainous. Obviously, the Andes are down there. The main goal, Machu Picchu, was like the thing. You know, we were right. that was the focus of the trip. We went in with the mindset of, yeah, like kind of roughing it out, trekking, camping if we could, and essentially um, moving around as much as possible. I mean, we only went to the beaches in Lima, which there's only a few. The area of the country that's mostly beach and tropical and kind of that vibe is in the northern part of the country, which we didn't actually go to. Um, okay. Trujillo, if, I, if my memory serves me right, is a very beachy, resorty type area. And we had some friends who we met traveling who would tell us to go up there. And that's like, if you guys are looking to go to a beach and just hang out for a few days, go up there. But no, it was dominated by trekking and walking and hiking. And that was, you know, at, at yeah. both then at that point in my life and now that's, that's kind of my like release. You know, I, I, I love it and it gets, it's my favorite form of exercise. Yeah. Definitely. It's, it's a huge part of me. Did you guys go south? What we did is we flew into Lima and we knew that we wanted to make it from Lima to Cusco. That was like the main goal. Right. And when we got down there, 
is when we actually found out about a really awesome service called Peru Hop. It was a bus created by two Irish guys, and they essentially started a bus service for tourists that brings people all across the country, more specifically from Lima to Cusco. And what you do is you stop in certain places along the way. Our trajectory was from Lima going south, hitting notable places along the coast, and then heading east to Cusco from there. Um, so we, the most south we went, I believe, was in Pisco, which I believe is named after the famous drink. Pisco is like a very fruity type of alcohol. I don't know exactly what it is. It's almost like a wine, but it's yeah. delicious. You know, <laughs> and, I, and that's I think that's the southernmost point we went along the coast and then we started to go in from there to Cusco. So we didn't go any any further south than that, but right off the coast of Pisco was the Balistas Islands, which mm-hmm. are like almost a mini form of the Galapagos. So many birds, so many sea lions. You're in these little kind of like raft boat things in the in the tour party. There's like four or five of them and you essentially you go to these islands and there's just rocks and rocks filled with sea lions all just like sleeping next to each other the most memorable moment for me was we looked up and one of the biggest sea lions i've i certainly haven't seen too many sea lions in my life but the biggest one i've ever seen was just laying it was like the king of the of the whole crew essentially <laughs> laying on top of the rock and he just like did this quick turn and pecked and gave a little kiss to one of the a female sea lions. And it was adorable awesome. and amazing. <laughs> I'll always remember that because it was just like I was just looking at the perfect moment and just like happened to be like, oh, my God, like that. that And that, that one always sticks out to me. But it was absolutely beautiful. I think I think that was probably the southernmost area where we went as far as the coast. And then going into the country is beautiful, a mix of desert mountains my favorite place to go is probably it's called huacachina it's surrounding the uh like nazca area which i don't know it's a one of the famous landmarks in peru is the nazca lines okay it's these amazingly intricate and beautiful um ruins you can only see them from flight essentially if you're in an airplane or in a tower or something but they're the famous one is like a monkey drawn into the sand into the desert there's dozens of other symbols but that's like a very notable landmark that we went to and right around there is this town called Huacachina that is notable for um, it has an oasis so it's literally uh, this beautiful green oasis town surrounded by miles and miles of desert and sand dunes yeah and one of the like highlights of our trip was we went dune buggying and sandboarding out nice. there yeah and i actually i gotta find that picture because i'm not a snowboarder or a skier but i guess i should be i was petrified talk about scared you look down and you see these mountains of sand and you're on these you know makeshift surfboards which are sandboards and you go down it and i i I just remember feeling the rush and feeling like absolutely amazing and then you know you're in these dune buggies which if you know you can take a look but they're really cool and goofy and scary all at the same time and i remember the one we were in kept shooting out 
the guy was saying it was water, but it looked like it was leaking from the fuel tanks. Oh, good. <laughs> you know, just like all the all those classic things that go with traveling. A like, real adventure. Oh yeah. Catch fire. Yeah. So it was. <laughs> It, that that to me was like one of the most notable moments and we spent two nights there i believe and one night about five or six people all from various there was a guy from england there were uh two people from germany and three people from the states and then us and we all climbed to the top of one of the highest sand dunes we could which was like Hiking in the sand is not It's awful. Fun. It's literally <laughs> one of the worst, <laughs> most intense things you can do. And we we hiked the, to the top of it. I brought, um, I'm a musician, so I brought my traveling guitar with me, this little Martin backpacker. It's it's uh, very narrow. You can put, bring it on an airplane, carry oh, it on cool. very easily. Yeah, so it was very clutch for me, knowing that I couldn't go a month without playing. I carried it up to the top with me and we all just hung out up there and more people were up there from the town who we met and we just like played music and hung out all night you know so that was like that moment in that town that was very special and I do remember getting off the coast and being like I know there's going to be beautiful places but what is this like is it just barren is it just you know and this was one of the highlights um that really hit me because it was just such a cool vibe being in the oasis and then seeing just the desert itself when you, at night when we were looking out that high up it was immensely gorgeous yeah. so beautiful and yeah. completely silent exactly dead silent a lot of uh, animals a lot of just beauty natural beauty you know yeah so that was that was one of the highlights when we started going in you know from the coast and that was one of the first stops from the coast but did you go to rainbow mountain or not. the rainbow mountains i didn't you didn't no, I didn't. I know what you're talking about. I'm fairly certain those are in that area, though. That's something that I would have most certainly have remembered. And, you know, we would have taken a whole lot of pictures. But, yeah, I think I've somehow we were bypassed by that. We were kind of at the whim of this bus, you know, yeah. which is understandable. I think there were many times where I was like, how, how much are we either, A, missing out on or, like, what are we not getting to see or what can we do if we figure out something else but like in the vein of just i think that's the kind of the compromise you have to make when you're traveling and if you really do want to go off on your own and just wing it then best of luck and if you're confident in what you're doing awesome but like as 22 23 year olds oh yeah winging it we weren't we wanted to have that comfort of knowing where we were going i think that's an example like i something that i could have missed out on but um now you just have to go back yes exactly there it is <laughs> you know that just says it all but, that and i believe it's like a six mile hike in the sand uh, yeah then we which... definitely we definitely didn't which is it's so fun and it's crazy because like i have this book here try to bring everything back and you would think a, a trip for you know a month period would always be in your brain and parts of it are but like you really do have to take in these moments because it can all go over you sometimes with the hecticness of life and the years that go by. Oh, yeah. And it's like, I, I'm forever grateful for Kaylee for putting this book together. Cause yeah. I, if I do need to remember things, I always look back to here, <laughs> you know, um, which is amazing. And it means a lot, but yeah, next time we'll rainbow mountain. That's yeah. going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> have you traveled internationally since? I haven't. You haven't? I, unfortunately. I mean, Canada, if you want to consider Montreal, technically. It's been a, a weird, honestly, I, I, I thought after that, we were at our end of our trip in Peru, and we were already trying to plan something 
to go see a concert in Argentina like a few months later and then that fell through a plan for a euro trip fell through it's funny because I was in, in the state of mind I was in when we traveled it was so like just go for it and just do it and honestly wish we just expanded our trip and just kept going because I just was bouncing around at home trying to figure out life but then since then it was kind of a series of I went back to school and then I was hustling doing freelance work and then I got my job where I am now you know so it was just like and not to use those as excuses but nothing has led to me or my path to be like let's go on another trip and it doesn't have to be of that magnitude it doesn't have to be a month but like no I haven't been able to either plan or nail down something as serious and as distant as that trip was i've i've been fortunate to be across the country since then yeah you um, just came back from los angeles a few months ago yeah i did yeah i was in la and um was in san diego a whole bunch on that trip too and i've been all throughout california colorado so it i've been fortunate this country is immensely beautiful everyone who you meet when we were traveling in peru it's funny that they're like well you Americans are so fortunate. You can literally go vacation in your country and it's absolutely beautiful. And that always intrigued me because I was a history major when I got my bachelor's degree. And I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was a history buff and my plan was to be a teacher and all this and life kind of took another direction. But I, I'm, you know, medieval history and European history is like my thing. So the fact that I haven't even, been across the pond, even been to England or Ireland is still a little troubling to me. And I think it will happen within the next few years. Yeah. Um, I do have some slight plans to make that happen, but um, it hasn't come together. I'm confident that it will, though. Um, mm-hmm. Until then, doing more in the country uh, things, going out to Seattle at the end of September um, and from... Um, Seattle up just all around Washington, essentially through uh, Olympic National Park. Oh, nice! Yeah, just spending like four or five days there. Uh, it's an area I'm really fascinated with. I kind of, you know, we grew up right around here in the Adirondacks, so I'm obsessed with that mountain and beautiful nature vibe. So I, I kind of feel that vibe. I know it's completely different, the Pacific Northwest, but it has almost like a similar feel, yeah. I would imagine, you know, and and it's also a place where like musically I connect and it's a trip I've wanted to do for a very long time. So I'm jumping on that. And then wintertime, I believe almost 100% sure that I'm going to uh, Costa Rica for a week. Yeah. I, I have not been to Costa Rica, yeah. but I've heard very good things. That's, that's, that's what I was thinking. And it's, um, you know, it's way differently than the mindset I was in at that time. I am actually looking for like a beach and chill vacation. You yeah. Know? I think, and it's funny seeing from my early 20s to my late 20s, like I still love hiking and I will do that every day all the time. And that's what this trip in September is about. But like after the hecticness of, you know, fall time at my work is very busy. So I think after that, like the idea of just like zoning out and just being on a beach or just relaxing, just yeah. really hit me and make that happen. So, um, yeah, that's the only future travel plans for now. But yeah. definitely looking for more in the future, a mix of both something along the lines of what I did in Peru and something more chill or to relax. But it's the best thing to do in this world. I feel bad for people who have no 
drive to do it. I also envy them if they're that content being where they are, you know, but I (laughs) also, I mostly feel bad and I envy people who just do it and who are able, who have that spirit to just go and go for it, you know? Yeah. It's just a beautiful thing. It's very worth it to see this world. Postcards from the Road is a production of WAMC Northeast Public Radio. I'm your host and producer, Elizabeth Hill. Our theme music is Cherry Blossom Wonders by Kevin McLeod. As always, if you like what you hear, subscribe on your audio app of choice. Visit WAMCpodcasts.org for more information. If you would like to share your travel story with WAMC, email us at postcards at wamc.org.